0: the world how we that. i'll show you something you'll be amazed that when you when you are earning thirty thousand naira in the in a month right you are among the 15 percent of the richest people in the world next time maybe next week i'll show you you're among the 15 percent of the richest people in the world are you surprised you're surprised right You'll be amazed at your salary. Eh? That is your salary? Eh? It can pay it can pay five doctors in Kazakhstan. Some of you are wondering where is Kazakhstan. Go and check Google Map, and type it when you go back. Home. You'll be amazed. There are some of you you can you you can afford to buy a coke 150 naira. Somebody needs to work eight hours to be able to afford to buy one piece of coke. And then you think that you are broke. The, the, the problem is you are a local person. You are not thinking globally. When you think globally, you realize that you are among the richest people in the world. Say, so among the richest people in the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, the reason is that financial pressure, we are the ones that create financial pressure. Financial pressure is we create it by ourselves. Like I told you last week when I said, for many people, as their income increases, their expenses also increases. And some people, they've even spent the money before salary came. That's why that they have financial pressure. Praise the Lord. He sees his friend buy a shoe of fifty k. His salary is fifty k. He paid the person fifty thousand. He said, "Don't worry, he will loan money from somebody else to pay." Then salary have come, money has finished, and then that way begin to have people that owing people money. You know, I don't have an issue with borrowing people money, but the question is, what capacity do you have to pay back that money? That's the requirement, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. But the grace of God, I'll pay it back. Eh? No, it's not going to work. When you go to the bank, it doesn't work that way. Why do you think when you go to the bank, eh, they will ask you, there are two ways they will give you room. Either you bring collateral that is more than the value of the money you are collecting, or they see that you have cash flow. That means money enters and go out, free, and money stays in their account for a while. Why do you think they'll ask you that? The reason why many people will not go to the bank to collect money is because they don't have those things. So they want their friend; they can deceive. See, after all, we are brothers. You will understand. And then there are some after they've owed, owed you for too long. Some of them now becomes very entitled. The say things like, well, she should just forego it. She should just forego the money and let and us continue life. Is, the, is that the way you want it to be? That's not the way. Tell anybody nothing like free money. Don't believe in those things. Praise the Lord. God can, of course, God can give you favor. God can touch somebody's heart to bless you, but don't live your life that way. Don't live your life that way. There are better ways. Can you say amen? There are better ways. You can create systems of wealth that you'll be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. The Bible talked about, on Friday we are praying, we said that God said I can make you a lender and not a borrower. Say I refuse to be a borrower. Say I'm a lender unto many nations. Listen, you don't understand. He didn't say you are lending to a friend. That means Germany will be looking for money and they will call you. Germany, they are looking for money, they will call you and say, sir, we need some money. This money is not 10,000 or 1 million naira. These are, we're talking billions of naira. Because for a country to be calling a man to look for money, the man must have some substance. Hallelujah. Then the collateral will be the the, the country. If they default, you own the country. (laughs) It's called sovereignty. Sovereignty fund. Praise the Lord forevermore. All right. you know, this is what we say most of the time. Put it on the screen. We say this all the time, we say, come on, let me have it, we say, if only I have more money, if only I have more money, if only I have more money, I'll get the car. If only I have more money, I'll get this. But money says, if only you had more (laughs) self-control. Because money is always saying, if only you had more self-control, if only you had more self-control, when you went out, what you didn't plan to spend, you just saw that in the next thing, you are paying. You just nobody sent you to the mall. You just entered the mall. You just saw one fine biscuit. Ah, I've not seen this one before. How much? 2K you pay. Money says if only you have self control. You look at those nice things and you say no, I didn't plan for you. Let me go and plan for you and I'll come back. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. <laughs> You've acquired this money. Praise the Lord somebody if money could talk it would tell you this if only you had more self-control if only you had more self-control if money could talk it would tell you this again i'm a more better servant than master and i'll always go where you send me everybody say money is a traveler money likes to travel from point a to point b have you not noticed if 200 naira enters your hand, what happens to it? It will travel. Somebody in Sokoto, that 200 naira enters your hand, will you enter somebody's hand in Sokoto. or enter somebody's hand in, uh, in Lagos. And from Lagos, how do you think all the money become very dirty and old? How do you think it became that? Because when it came from CBN, it came as brand new notes. What happened? Because it has been transporting. Money has been transporting. Some people have transported the money from... from um, yola to numa from numa they travel it to mubi from mubi they travel it to kaduna and the money keeps travelling. now 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 uh, money now moves on the internet moves travels through the banks travels through electronic means now it goes through crypto now it can travel money can travel from the us to nigeria in less than 1 minute that's how money can travel so money says i'm a more better servant than a master i will always go where you send me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The moment the moment money becomes a master in your life, you are doomed. Money is a better servant than the master. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? And this is where the topic of faith and finance meets. Let's look at the Bible now. Galatians chapter 5 from verse 16. Everybody read one to go. So I say, walk in the, by the Spirit and you will not be gratified the desires of the flesh. Bible says, walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. He says, when you walk by the Spirit, you will not be gratified by the desires of the flesh. It's the desires of the flesh that make us to begin to say things like, if only I had more money. Huh? These are the things that make us to say these kind of things. And when you say, no, 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 no. If only you had more self-control. If only you had more self-control. If only you had more self-control. you will be amazed what you can have. And the Bible says, if you walk by the Spirit, you will not be gratified by the desires of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 now from NESB version. Look at it now on the screen. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit. Now, listen. There's what is called the gift of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. Remember the time we did the, the series on, on the upgrade? I told you that, that um, the proof that you have the Holy Spirit is when you produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Do you remember that? So it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit that is the evidence that you have the Holy Spirit. I told you that speaking in tongues is not the evidence that you have the Holy Spirit. Speaking in tongues is a benefit of the Holy Spirit. Like many other benefits. But the proof, the evidence that you have the Holy Spirit is that you produce this fruit. Because how can you say you you, you have the Holy Spirit and you don't love? You are not joyful. You are not peaceful. The Holy Spirit is not there. Because these are the fruits he produces. He says, the fruit of the Spirit is, what do you see there? Do you see is or are? Is what? Love. I mean, those of you that studied English, when a student write this type of statement for you, what will you mark the student as? Talk to me now. How many of you have studied English? Literature? Anyone here? Okay, no. So, actually, in the King James, you will notice that he put a column, not comma. Why? Because the fruit of the Spirit is one. It's called love. And inside these fruits has many departments. Now one of these departments is joy. Everybody say joy. Peace. Patience. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Faithfulness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Can you see that? Faithfulness, you need it in every of your life, whether in marriage, whether in church, whether in the organization, many people are unfaithful in the house of God. Many people are unfaithful in marriage. Many people are unfaithful in their lives, unfaithful in their organizations. But faithfulness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Next verse, twenty-three. Look at it now. Twenty-three. Gentleness. Everybody say gentleness. Now this is the one I want to focus on this morning. Everybody says self-control. Everybody says self-control. Everybody says self control. <laughs> self control is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. You know what self control is? Self control is as the thing is boiling, you take it in. You take it in. You take it in. That's self control. It's about to be an outburst. You just, you are constrained inside. The, the constraint is inside. You're about to give this person a slab that will transport him to another city, but you. Put it down. Self control. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're about to enter a room with another lady. You just tell yourself, the time to run away. Hallelujah. You know, so sometimes some men deceive themselves. They say things like, I can handle it. I can handle it. In fact, if you put a naked woman with me in the room, nothing will happen. And then I ask the question, Are you good? or is blood flowing through your veins. If you're a red-blooded man, then be ready for action. Something's going to happen. So the best thing you can do to yourself is to what? Is to what? When it comes to sexual temptation, the Bible didn't say pray. It didn't say speak in tongues. You can be a tongue-speaking brother, and you'll still fall in that area. I'm telling you the truth. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) Because remember, when you are born again, your body is not born again. It is only your spirit that is born again. Perhaps says, renew your mind. So your mind has to go to renew Your body too has to be renewed. So your body is not born again. Can you say amen? Yes. So it's called self-control. You are working in the company. That you have access to the money. You are the one managing the money in the company. Hmm? Every day, 50K, you are, you are counting 100K, 1 million per day. Seen the money entering the company. This company has plenty of money. Are you the CEO? How do you know the company has plenty of money? Do you know the expenses of that company? Yeah, I if our guy is not paying salary, do you know what he's going through? Then I say, oh, no worry, I will start removing my own extra salary every every day. Every day, when 10k, when 20k pass through your hand, you remove 2k, 10k pass, you remove 2k, 10k pass, remove 2k. You don't have self control. You see money and you just tell yourself, mm, It's not my money. If somebody else's money. Hallelujah! Tell somebody self-control. Self-control. Now, nobody, nobody wants to be mastered by an appetite. Do you know that? There's nobody that wants to be mastered by an appetite. Imagine if food now begins to control you. Once food just say time to eat, just move you are just moving. Nobody will be by an appetite. And the same thing with money. You don't want to be, I mean, people have spent money because of an appetite that has destroyed their lives. Some people have gotten addicted to substances. Some of them have have spent their lives in rehabilitation centers trying to get rid of these things. Nobody wants to be mastered by an appetite. An appetite for stuff. Matthew chapter 6 verse verse, verse 24 in the NIV. Everybody read, want to go. First sentence, that's what you get I want to go. No one can serve two masters. Hold on a moment. Who is talking here now? Jesus is talking 2,000 years ago. Look at what the master said. Look at what the Lord Jesus said. He says, no one can serve two masters. It's either you hate the one and love the other. Or you be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot have two masters. Praise God. In the same way, you cannot have two pastors some people they have five pastors pastoring them you can't have two pastors either you have one pastor if you are joining from this church to this church to this church you can only have one pastor praise the lord even in the house of god we know the people that we are pastoring and the people that were are not pastoring <laughs> why because jesus said you either hate one and love them and say well, no no i love the two i love the two of them i don't hate anybody okay or You will devote it to one and despise the other. Somebody must suffer among the two. Hallelujah. Now, look at the next verse now. You cannot serve both. Come on, go back. You cannot serve both who? God and, hold on, hold on a moment. If they left this as a blank space, right? What do you think we're going to see? Come on, talk to me now. Come on, talk to me. You say devil, right? Because the competition is against God and devil. But Jesus said, Jesus didn't say no. In fact, when it comes to say that, Satan is not a competition with God for your heart. Jesus said you cannot serve both God and money. Look at that. That means you can serve money or you can serve God. One of the two. Or God will serve you or money will serve you. One of the two. What's happened? Is that God will serve you, then you serve money? Or is it that money will serve you, then you serve God? One of the two must happen. Because you must choose one master and one servant. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. You cannot pursue God and be pursuing wealth. You can't do the two. Jesus viewed money along the quest for more, at the peak of competition for your heart. When it comes to your heart, listen very carefully. When it comes to your heart, everybody say heart matter. When it comes to your heart, what competes for your heart is God in money. God is saying it by himself, it is either I'm the one that owns your heart or money owns your heart. One of the two is going to happen. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah, somebody. Let's read together. I want to go. Come on, read. No one can serve two masters. Either you hate the one uh and love the other. Or you are devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both. Someone say it louder. You cannot serve God. Yes. So you will say, well, pastor, money doesn't have me. Because I don't even have enough of the money in the first place. (laughs) For it to have me. Listen. If wealth is a difficult test to pass, somebody say, Well, Pastor, if wealth is a difficult test to pass, then me, I want to take that test. I want to take that test and see what this money can do. And there were some people who say things like, Well, this this part does not include me because I don't even have enough money in the first place. How can money not have somebody like me that don't have enough of the money in the first place? Glory to God. But God says, No, listen, every one of us we are at risk. Of making money our ultimate pursuit. Or. Their ultimate concern. Which makes it their ultimate. Every one of us. We are at risk of this. We are at risk. Of making money our ultimate pursuit in life. Or our ultimate concern in life. Which now results to our ultimate. The money can do in our lives. You know something. It is easy for us to talk to God about our sorrows, talk to God about our pains, talk to God about the things we're going through, talk to God about the suffering that we're suffering, you know. But when it comes to money, we don't want God to get involved in our money. But we can get God involved in any other thing of our life who we want to get married to our business we want to do when it comes to money no 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 no. we don't want God to get involved in our money and Jesus was so smart in the scripture there's no record of Jesus Christ ever asking anybody for money do you know that he never asked anybody for money but guess what he talked about money more than he talked about any other subject in the entire scripture in fact the entire Bible hmm more than 2,000 verses is about money and managing resources. 500 of those verses is about faith. 800 verses is about righteousness. And 300 is about um, the rest of other things heaven, hell, and the rest. But more than 2,000 verses about money and managing resources. And Jesus' parable, more than one third of it was about money and managing resources. And the most of the thing he talked about was about money and managing resources. Most of his parables. I, I mean, I read one to you last week, Sunday. You remember that? I read one to you last week, Sunday. So, this is telling you something very, 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 very important. If you have not surrendered the money that you have to God, you have not surrendered to Jesus. If you have not surrendered your money to God, you have not surrendered your heart to God. That's just the plain truth. If he doesn't have access to your money, he doesn't have access to you. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 from NIV. Look at this. Everybody read one to go. He says, but seek first his kingdom. Look at it. He says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. As God's children, God expects that The first thing we do is to seek his kingdom. Listen, let me tell you something. If you don't seek his kingdom first, you will seek your own kingdom first. Those are the two that are going to happen. You must seek a kingdom. Either your own kingdom or his kingdom. He says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. That means learn about him. That means learn about your righteousness in Christ. Learn about what he has done for you now. He says, and all these things. What are these things? Talk to me. What are these things? Talk to me. Wealth, uh-huh. what again? Talk, health, what again? Talk to me, prosperity, what again? Peace, what again? Joy, what again? Love, what again? Talk, this road, tell me something. What are the things? Okay, since, since you don't know, what do you think are the things that the world is looking for? Power, uh-huh. what again? Peace, fame, uh-huh. influence, what again? Money, what again? Riches, uh huh now good now look at what jesus said if you seek first my kingdom and my righteousness all these things you mentioned they will be given to you as well fame what i whatever it will give it to you as well but if you do the order of god god has an order in god's house is an order seek first his kingdom and his righteousness he says all these things will be given to you hallelujah somebody Hallelujah, somebody. Now let me tell you, me first living how it looks like. Should turn the screen. Everybody say me first living. <laughs> That's then you you do me first living with some leftover giving. Now for a me first for a miss first um living, this is how you live your life. You live first, you save second, then you give the leftovers. That means now when thirty thousand naira enters my account, you know what I do? The next thing I use twenty k to spend on myself. And the things that I, the needs that I have in this life, genuine, genuine needs. It's not as if they are fake. Genuine. Maybe I buy a new phone, repair my phone, change whatever. Then I try to save like two k. No, I save like nine k. No, I save nine thousand eight hundred naira. Are you following? What do I have left? A hand. When, when you come to the house of God, it says time for offering. You just do 50 naira. Then you drop. As though God is a beggar. <laughs> or then they say time for tithe. You drop under 100 naira. Put so that they'll see that you are giving tithe to the house of God. And you now come to the envelope and drop it. <laughs> this is called me first living. Everybody say me first living. Okay. Now, switch it now. Now look at seek ye first living. When you are operating the Seek Ye First Living life, what's the first thing you do? Talk to me. What's the first thing you do? You give, uh-huh. You save, and then what? And then you leave. This is Seek Ye First Living. Against Me First Living. In Me First Living, we live, we save, then we give. In Seek Ye First Living, we flip it. We flip it, then we take living first, then we save, then we give. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, let me tell you something about this type of life. When you live this type of life, this is what happens to you. Telling your money to go is proof that your money isn't running the show. When you do the sicky first living, you are telling your money, when money enters your account, the first thing you do is give. The first thing you do is send the money away. You send the money to something that is not about your own kingdom. You send it away first. It, says, it is proof that your money is not running the show in your life. I'm telling you. It is proof that the money is not running the show in your life. Now, I wrote this thing down for you and it's very important. I, I wrote this down. I said, the litmus test of your devotion to God is our willingness to put him or others first in the arena of our money and possessions? What is the proof that you are devoted to God? Is in when you put your money and possessions first to him and to others. When you don't think about yourself first. Do you understand? Huh? Do you understand? When you are devoted to God's kingdom more than your own kingdom. It is proof that you are devoted to God. This is how you this is how you can tell whether you are devoted to God or not. It is not by saying, Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul. says, I shall have a way in your life, but I don't have way in your money. You are saying, Lord, give me your heart. Okay. Oh, say, say, Lord, I give him my heart. God said, but your pocket, you have it. Your wallet, you have sealed it. In fact, you, you went to sewing machine. You sewed it. You know, you know, some people eh, when they come to church and a pastor saying, oh, you know something, when you do this for the house of God, they say, all oh, these pastors, they've come again. So they've sealed it. They've, 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 they've put a um, no, super is better. You can still break it. Eh? Aradites, <laughs> those types. No shaking. They don't should shake. <laughs> they become gong 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 gong. You are not devoted to God. That's full stop. Don't deceive yourself. You're not devoted to God. You are devoted to yourself. That's what Jesus said. Listen, I'm going to take something that will shock you. You think this is you think this is about money, right? But you'll be shocked. Now how many of you want to do a challenge? Raise your hand. I'll give you a challenge. How many already do a challenge? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Let me see. Okay, I'll give you a challenge. You know, last week Sunday I gave you a challenge. What What the challenge that I gave to you last week Sunday? Do you remember? I told you to write down where all your money is going. How many of you tried it this week? How many of you tried it this week? You wrote down where all your money is going. You How was it? You did you tried it? How was it? Huh? It's crazy, right? You are surprised where your money has been disappearing to, right? It's important for you to know where all your money is going. Where every one Naira, you need to know where it's going. Don't say money is too small. Know where that money went to. It's very important. You need to know. Just for yourself, just to know first. Now, second thing I'm giving you for the next three months. For the next three months, I want to do this. Put it on the screen for me. For the next three months, I want you to so choose a percentage of your income and give it away as soon as you get paid. Whether you get paid by bonus, um, which other way? Compensation, gifts, which other way do you get money again? Salary, every other way. Once the money enter, once the money enter your account that the money is for you. Huh? Choose a percentage. I would advise you start from ten percent are you to me? And take it up from there. So if you have given 10% and you have become used to it, increase it to 12. Start increasing to 15. So choose a percent of your income and give it away as soon as you get paid. Once the money enters your account, thank God today now, is very easy now. You don't have to wait till Sunday. As soon as money enters your account, back down! Just say, I'm going to give 20% of my income. Now let me explain. Like for instance, me, for instance, I do I give my ten percent to the house of God. Then I give my ten percent to others that I want to give to. Maybe a family member, somebody. I give out to people. So I told you it's about God's kingdom and others, not about just only God's kingdom alone. It's about God's kingdom and other people. Maybe your your parents, maybe your friends. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody are begging you for money, and then you say twenty percent what I give away. Pay, ask you for whatever amount. You say okay, do what I can give, and you send it away. As soon as you get paid, do what, send it away. If you have been doing this, that's great. But if you have not been doing this, try this for the next three months. And listen, listen, when you start this challenge, I want you to pay attention to the internal tensions that this creates. Pay attention to the internal tensions that it creates because you know when you're about to send that money out, since you start happening inside you. Do you understand? There will be tensions in your heart. Now, <laughs> these internal tensions, right? I want you to also listen closely to the conversations you have in your mind about this thing. Listen closely to the conversations that you have in your mind about this thing you're about to do. As money enters, pastor says, send it out. <laughs> if you, think you enter my account, I'm about to send out thank you. Thank you. Do it. Listen. When you listen to the internal tensions and you listen to the conversation in your heart, then you will come to understand that this thing is not about money. It's not about money. It's about your heart. It's not about money. It's about the proving to yourself that who truly is your Lord. Because if you claim that Jesus Christ is Lord over my life and is Lord over my life, then it should be Lord over your possessions and money. Because money and possession is the litmus test to check your devotion to God. Then, you will begin to discover what is at the center of your resistance. Then begin to listen to the excuses that you give to yourself. But even when you have those excuses, even when you have those resistance, still give it away. Praise the Lord. Still give it away. You will discover that it's not about money but something else. You discover what Jesus have said two thousand years ago. Is about who will be master and lord of your life. Whether it's going to be him or whether it's going to be money. That's what you think when it comes to money. The, the whole idea is who is going to be servant, who is going to be master. That's why, if money is going to be a servant, then you have to send the money away. What do what do you do with servants? You send them out. You send them where to go, right? You send them out without. You send them out to do job. Your money will go where you send it to go. Money likes to travel. Your job is to be servant. Let money serve you. Let money serve you. Money says, you say, money say, um, time to eat biscuit. You say, no, 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 no. Money, you are going to Mrs. A and B now. That way you are going to now. You are, you are a servant. I'm sending you. You can't control me. I control you. I have self-control. I control you. You are going. You are going now. And you are going now. Money say, yes, sir. Then the proof is when you do the transfer, write the check. Do the cash. Money says, I've gone. Money likes to be a servant, not a master. Because if you let money be a master, money will be a bad master. Bad master. Bad master. Money will always say, I'm a better servant than a master. And don't put me in charge. Because if you put me in charge, you'll regret it. But if you don't put me in charge, I'm a better servant than a master. Matthew six, verse 24, NIV. Everybody, read again. Want to go? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Say it again. Wonderful. So, what's the first thing I say, money will say to you today? The first, thing, second, the second thing for this week. What's money saying to us this week? Number one. Money will tell you, huh? Your self-control determines which of us gets control. Your self-control will determine which of us gets control. Second thing, the next thing I told you, money is a traveler. Uh Next one. Money says, I am a more better servant than a master. I will always go where you send me. Anywhere you send me to go, that's where I will go. Because servants like to be saints. Masters are the ones that send servants servants don't send masters the moment money begins to send you the money has become a master praise the Lord I said praise the Lord because many many times in life when we have money we always want to accumulate stuff accumulate stuff some of you, if I go to your house and count the number of clothes you have you will still say let me tell you what rich people do should I tell you what they do to prove you a rich person if you have ever said this before, you're a rich person. If you have entered your wardrobe or where you kept your clothes, and you say something like, I don't have what to wear. You're a rich person. That means you have two, two, plenty of clothes. Because if you only have one clothes, <laughs> you don't know what to wear. I, don't know, if you, I don't know if you have said that before. Don't lie now. Don't lie now. Most of you, right? That's proof that you're a rich person that's probably a rich person because you have that means you have more than five ten pairs of clothes you have clothes some of you you check your ghana must go some of you have clothes in ghana must go some clothes some of you you have no money for the past one year what is that closely doing in your house why are you accumulating stuff why are you accumulating stuff it's time to go back home check those garbage and say all these clothes you are going away i'm sending you out of here i see that there are people that are looking for clothes Look at them. Get somebody to wash them. Send them out. Send the clothes out. Send them out. What does it keep it for? One year I've not worn the clothes. That means you will never wear the clothes again. Two years have passed, I don't still want the clothes. What's it doing with you? Send it out. So that you can create more for more to come. Praise the Lord. Some of you have shoes. The same. You have shoes. Some of you have shoes. Some of you guys, you have shoes. In fact, ladies are even the more interesting ones. You have some shoes you have not worn for the last two years. And it's still with you. What is it doing there? What's it doing there? Stop accumulating stuff. Because at the end of time, somebody will be grateful and be thankful for the gift that you give to them. Can you say amen? And listen, practice the habit of saying thank you. Can you say amen? Hmm? Practice what I say, practice the habit of what? And don't feel entitled to anything. Because you are not entitled to anything, even if the person is your father or mother. Some people have the sense of entitlement. He's supposed to do it for me. He's supposed to do it for me. Uh, who said? Who? Who is the who? Huh? He's supposed to, he's supposed to. You can only be entitled if they are if you you have a contract with your company and you agree that they'll pay some amount of money. They can have that entitlement because now they are owning you. But if nobody's owning you, you don't have contract anybody. Someone says, this man is supposed to be giving me money every month. Is there any contract? Did you sign contract for that? Don't have that sense of entitlement. You borrow money, you cannot pay back. Don't borrow, don't borrow money they cannot pay back. You know, some you know Pastor Steve, somebody will come to you and say, eh, Man of God, please can you borrow 50K? Eh, 50k? Because of the kindness of your heart and you're a good man. You now ask the person, okay, how will you pay back this money? He said, I don't know, but don't worry. God will provide. God will provide. Just give me, just help me now, now. Then maybe because he's a very nice person, he will not give the money. You say, I I'll pay you in the next one week. He does not have a job, he's not earning salary. So how will he pay back the money? are forgiving like that right you see so now the people have no sort of income so you know what i'll pay back god willing i'll pay back by the grace of god i'll pay back and you send the money one week past if you are like me i will not call two weeks i will not call one day i will just if i will never even call it again but i just know that that's the end you have shown your true character you cannot be trusted with money that will be the end of it praise the lord that's why i don't borrow up money because i don't like wahala because from borrowing money now, relationship will end. You see that, right? So if I, I'm advising you, if I'm to... You know, there's, I remember those days, those days when I was working, right? There's a guy. There's a guy that works with us in the same company. I know his salary. I know when he's going to collect his salary. We'll collect it together. So if he ask me for 100,000 naira because we're collecting salary then, I'll give it to you. I'll borrow it. Because I know the end of month, we will go and collect salary together. And I say collecting, I collect my money. So I'm convinced I will pay. That's the only way I can borrow your money. That I'm sure you'll pay back. You must show the proofs, the evidence. That's why you can't go to a bank and tell bank, don't worry, by grace of God, I will pay you back. <laughs> you are wasting your time. Bank goes to hear those type of things. They, are, they will tell you, where's the document? Collateral, or do you have cash flow? Where's your cash flow? What business do you have? They must see something on the ground. Because, listen, every wealthy man borrow money. That's what they do. But they borrow money to invest, not to survive. There are two different ways of borrowing. Can I borrow money to invest or survive? So you borrow money to invest, that's fine. But if you are borrowing money to survive, don't do it. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that because you will destroy relationships. You will destroy friendship. This is why family members fight among themselves because of this thing called money. You think money is not important? Money have destroyed and paralyzed marriage. Money. I'm telling you. One of the things my wife and I made up our minds that we will not have money issue in our marriage. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we said that a long time ago. If we have any should not be money issue matter. And I'm owing that money. Praise the Lord. Most of the time, eh, if you're a married man, I, it's just amazing. You would think that, you know, one day I told myself that after this year, I'm going to f- clear all my debt with my wife and I'll never borrow money for mine again. I said to myself with full chest, I finish it eh, the next month. Oh, yeah, now borrow money. Borrow money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the borrowing days to finish. Somebody stand your feet and jump here for the Lord Jesus this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh,